Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a real great day out there today. So, we're out here on a sports Sunday. Uh, first of all, we've had some crazy football this weekend. I mean, I, I was not expecting Saints to lose. Uh, I certainly, well, I might have been expecting a little bit, but I certainly hope, was hoping that the Patriots would not lose. Uh, I had two overtime games this weekend. Great games. I am happy that the Minnesota Vikings won, and they did it in good style. However, you know, I'm a little bummed that the way that I'm not, I'm not complaining about the Eagles losing. I am complaining about the fact that they're losing partly because their quarterback got a head injury. You know, never, you'll hate seeing players go down. You hate seeing that. Um, you obviously want to everybody to compete, to be competing at their highest level, which means be competing at their highest, healthiest level. Um, but that didn't fully happen today. So a bit of a bummer with that. And, you know, certainly hope that he, he heals up well. Should just be a relatively short-term thing, especially because, well, you got to wait till next season, right? But we're not talking about football today. We're getting back to basketball. We're getting back to NBA. Um, so today I found myself, no, found myself, uh, I went to a Clippers game. So first time seeing a game officially in the Staples Center. Um, beautiful arena, great place. Again, the true motto of a Celtics fan Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Uh, Clippers ain't as bad as the Lakers, I'll put it that way. And I do admire uh, admire the great coach, Doc Rivers, and his work there. Um, Unfortunately, Kawhi Leonard was not playing. Paul George was playing. Uh, I just want to point out a couple things with the game um, and kind of use it as a, a catalyst, as a driving home point about some of the changes, the evolution that's occurred within basketball, within the NBA recently and you know why it's going on and how that affects how the way that you know yes people in the NBA play but that trickles down that trickles down to the way that people in college play to be trained for that trickles down to high school and that trickles down to every kid who's playing recreationally is looking at these NBA stars and you know how they want to play with a flashy show of it and that's definitely a factor for everything so when we're out here and we're looking at this NBA game, first of all, Paul George, he played good overall, but he actually fouled out this time. Um, you know, kind of unfortunate way, his sixth and final foul call on him was basically, uh, I mean, it was totally a foul, totally a foul. But it was him uh, on offensive trying to go around, um, get the ball. And as a part of that, he ended up running into a defender and basically, I uh, called for an incidental moving pick. Um, you know, no bueno. Hate to see it happen, uh, but it certainly made for the game real interesting. And what would otherwise typically be a blowout for the Clippers over the New York Knicks, but the New York Knicks they had a crazy surge. You know, the first quarter, I want to say it was 45 points they had. 45 points in the first quarter. Anyways, the Clippers end up winning the game 138 to 135 for the Knicks. So real close game. 
great competition along the way and it definitely made it entertaining where you see the lineup with those two teams and you might not necessarily think uh, that you're getting a real close game in there. But other things that were huge, men from New York, Julius Randle, who, you know, he was originally a great college phenom, played for the Lakers for a bit um, before shipping out this way um, for New York. But then also Marcus Morris, um, well, technically Marcus Morris Sr. Um, but anyways, he used to play for the Celtics, now plays for the Knicks this year. And he went off. He had over 30 points. He probably hit, I want to say, six three-pointers. Um, but these are both power forwards that, you know, Randall certainly got the fancy moves. He's got the ball handling skills. Morris doesn't have that as much, but they've got the knockdown three-point shot. And this is the evolution, the change of the NBA. I mean, people are still getting touches down the post, but they're just that. They're touches. They're touches in the post. Um, you know, long gone are the days of, you know, Big Shack and Hack-A-Shack and even Charles Barkley bully ball down there where you're getting the ball, driving it in, um, or getting, you know, setting up on the paint getting in the ball and taking all your sweet time to get all the moves in there. It's just not seen as efficient. And I was reading an article recently that, and again, sometimes I hesitate getting too much into the stats of the game, but hey, the money ball system, it don't lie. You know, it worked out, it worked out well. If you haven't seen the movie or read the book Moneyball, again, about baseball, but the theory does apply. Highly recommend it. Good movie, good read. Um, anyways, um, every NBA possession is worth about 1.08 points on average. And the possessions that um, were three-point shot was attempted is worth 1.12. And the possessions where a um, kind of any kind of post move um, um, or major post attempt shot was attempted, the possessions are worth 0.9, either 9.6 or 9.4, something like that. Anyways, right about there. So there's less of a value and every time that it goes down, they're just for attempted shots based on the average for whatever you get. Um, before that, you know, you know, everybody's kind of live or die by the three. And the Houston Rockets are the epitome of this, um, but other teams have certainly followed along as well. And they really are the living and dying by the three. And we're still having players get a ton of points. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo is number one in that for real good reason. But most of his points in the paint aren't, you know, back to the basket, kind of doing a couple moves. He'll get that once in a while, but most of them are high-powering transition, flying through because he's a freaking giant out there. Um, so it's kind of uh, interesting how the dynamic of the game has changed. And, you know, people are, you know, you got Damian Lillard, who's making these 40, uh, 40 feet three-point shots all the time. And getting pretty darn consistent at them, actually. I mean, Steph Curry, he's been lights out forever. But the change is the big men. The big men that can space the floor. And this article I was reading recently epitomized this with Roy Hibbert. And Roy Hibbert used to play for the Indiana Pacers. Big man, and, you know, he was never a great offensive threat. But, you know, put up, you know, eight points a game, something like that. But really, what he was well known for was his defense great seven foot one guy uh maybe seven two 
but taking up the presence in the lane, great defense, and he helped the Indiana Pacers get really far in the playoffs. That's when Paul George, who you know played today, was still with the Pacers. Anyways, Roy Hibbert found himself in the league that after 2016, he was big. He was you know in there with the Pacers. By a couple years later, nothing. Nothing. I mean, the league didn't have a spot for him. And as soon as these other, you know, NBA bigs started taking out to the three, and I mean, this is epitomized out there where you've got uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. You've got the Los Lopez twins shooting lights out. Especially Brooke Lopez. You know, these two twins from Stanford originally. I, mean, I remember when they used to play that game against Cornell. Uh Man, that was tough with the two of them, but how they've evolved the game immensely. And they've evolved with the game. You get a guy like Roy Hibbert going out there to defend them on the three. They'll give you a good, strong pump fake and then drive it in still. So you've got the threat. So it's no longer are you... No longer in basketball is your position dependent on your size. Now it's just about what can you do. Well, you got to be able to do absolutely everything. And if you can't do everything, well, you got the short end of the stick. So we're living in a changed world, a changed world of basketball, and the sport is absolutely evolving. Either way, you know, whether you like people bashed around down there, or you're okay with them, you know, flying in for dunks, transition points, um, skill points to the basket, or you like the versatility of having that strong three-pointer going on. But again, you get the strong pump fake, big man drives, dishes, still get the give and go. Um, it's a fun game to be a part of. I just worry that sometimes with this new development in the NBA, people who develop their game don't appreciate the game. They, you know, they just start chucking up threes, um, and that's fine if you can make them and good. But let's do that within the context of team play still, so we still have the teams at the heart of it. And sometimes in the NBA, where it can get one-on-one -on -one for a few aspects here and there, that trickles down too much and we lose the fundamentals. You know, these European players, they're catching up to us because they're better at fundamentals than we are. Um, you know, we still, I say we as in America, still have probably some of the best skill and raw talent. But fundamentals, we're doing a little subpar. So I think it's time to catch up, time to get back, uh, getting our game up, and keeping these fundamentals as we get the game of the NBA evolving and changing all the time. But either way, it's a fun game to be around. It's a fun game to play. Uh, I was playing ball the other day on Saturday with, uh, well, against and with a lot of people. But one of the guys used to be a street baller in the area. And, uh, man, he was tough to defend, let me put it that way. But uh, he got himself on a Nike commercial a few years back. Um, so, anyways, it was fun chatting with him and uh, <laughs> trying to defend him and actually doing, you know, doing somewhat decent on it. But I'll take what I can get with it. I'm, uh, I'm known for my hustle because, hey, that's all I got. Well, all right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the football. Hope you enjoyed some of the basketball. It was a pleasure for me being with one of my good friends, uh, getting some cheap tickets to Clippers and Knicks for a real close three-point game, seeing good old coach Doc Rivers and a handful of some great players along with him out there getting it done. All right, y'all simply not easy.